daydreaming about teaming up with a superhero? Heartbroken about the latest comic death? Do you find your conversations always turning to Marvel? Then welcome Marvelites to your therapy session. Join your hosts as we explore the realms of the Marvel Universe, taking you into new insights, movie reviews, and debates. Here, we won't try to cure any obsessions, but fuel them because the world is better nerdy. Welcome to your Marvel Therapy Group. Welcome back, everyone, to Marvel Therapy Group. Thanks for tuning in. This is Joe, and and with me, Prediction. Do you think it'll break a billion dollars in the opening weekend? Oh, God. No, how, much, I got, how much money did uh, Infin- Infinity War didn't break a billion dollars in its first weekend, did it? No, it didn't. Infinity War. Maybe, like, second weekend opening, third, but it didn't take long for Infinity War. But yeah, Endgame... Endgame has had even more hype. We had Captain Marvel, which broke a billion, and yeah, there's a lot of hype. Yeah, let's see. So Infinity War, it's opening weekend in America. What, what, what are you talking internationally or just in America? Yeah, let's go worldwide. Okay, yeah. So worldwide, it broke a billion dollars in its first weekend. Oh, all right. So Endgame definitely will. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Opening weekend, it grossed $1.370 billion uh, worldwide and $678.8 million here in America. Wow. That Captain is... Captain Marvel. Just want to compare it to Captain Marvel. That one made... That is a lot of money. <laughs> I can't even... Cont- I can't even... Um... I saw a second one got released. I don't think I've watched it yet. There, it, the reactions aren't great. I watched it, but I was not hopeful about this movie anyway. So, I mean, one of the lines is like, "Did you hear what the kids are calling you, Phoenix?" It's like, what? <laughs> Why is that necessary? Does that bug you because it's stupid, or does it just bug you because it's not X Men accurate? Both. Both. <laughs> My first instinct was just because it was stupid. Like, did you hear what the kids are calling you? Does Jean Grey have a name in the comics, or has she just always been Jean Grey? Marvel Girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Marvel Girl, then it was Phoenix. Mostly, it's like Kitty Pride. Mostly it's just Jean Grey. I don't know. Last time I saw that trailer was when I went to go see Shazam. That was one of the trailers they showed in front of the movie. Uh Uh-huh. The theater was not too impressed. Oh, that was when everybody was checking their phones before <laughs> the movie started. Shazam was good, though. I saw it. Oh, yeah, Shazam was really good. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun because I didn't... I can't be a DC snob because I don't know too much about it. When I see Marvel movies, I'm so critical because I just... I, I'm expecting everything to happen that I like know should happen, but I, I'm not well-versed in DC, so I was able to just enjoy it for a movie... And appreciate the characters, and it was good. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I think it's, it's it's good too that it shows like you can make a superhero movie for like on a smaller budget and a smaller scale and still be successful. Yeah. Something is gonna happen. Wow. That's my Amazing. Kind of controversial right there, but you know I'm sticking to it. Oh, okay. So I'll start off with. Captain America and Iron Man. This is something that I really want to get out into the world because I think I am right about this. 
<laughs> but Captain America will die. Or let's say Steve Rogers will die because the title Captain America won't die. But Steve Rogers will die. And my reasoning for that is just from a writing point of view. Steve Rogers, they've established, especially in Civil War, like cannot give up a fight. There was that line where it's like, I don't remember. Never mind. I don't remember. But <laughs> I can do this all day. Um, no, he said, um, oh, Steve Rogers was like, yeah, no, I wish I could stop, but I, I wish I could stop. And, and Tony Stark says, no, you don't. And he's like, no, I don't. So they've established that he, he lives for the fight almost. Like he cannot back down from something that he thinks is going to be, that has to be fought for to be fair and just. So he has to die. Otherwise it makes no sense. Steve Rogers just doesn't show up in any movies anymore. And then Tony Stark is going to retire, because his story arc has been through PTSD and narcissism, of course. And I think, oh, and then, you know, he's getting a family with Pepper. So he's going to officially retire and dedicate his life to technology and Pepper. And he can more easily give up the title of Iron Man than Steve Rogers could Captain America. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've... I've... My theory has been that uh, Iron Man is going to die for the longest time and that uh, Steve Rogers is going to retire. Uh, I could easily see myself being wrong and have that reversed, but I don't know. It's just, that's been my theory for a while, and I guess I'm kind of sticking to it. Yeah, no, I just don't see it. I don't see Steve Rogers, Steve Rogers retiring. Unless he gets old. Unless the this, this Super Soldier Serum wears off and he gets old. Like, physically can't fight. I don't know, I'm trying to... Yeah, I've, I've been nervous about predicting characters who are going to die because I was so wrong with um, Infinity War. Oh. You know that that was funny? And this was just, like, a random Facebook comment. But, like, it said, what if Captain Marvel gets taken out by Thanos in the first ten minutes of the movie? <laughs> and I thought that was so funny for some reason because they've set her up to be this uber-powerful character but really, she's just another plot device to show how powerful Thanos is. Brie, Brie, if their men kill him again, Larson is not going to be taken out by any man, Joe. Well, Thanos... Thanos is an alien. We don't no know how No man they, can defeat her. We don't know how Thanos' alien... How the Titans' genders work. I don't know, just throwing that out there. Or... Or her powers... I don't know, maybe they, maybe her power is able to power the ship somehow to get Tony and Nebula back to Earth. Which, I know that doesn't really save the day, saves their days, but... Like, something like that. Something that just is convenient for the Avengers to progress the movie. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, could, I, could see, I could see Captain Marvel being the one who rescues Tony and Nebula. Yeah, as long as... Although not... it, could also be, it could also be Valkyrie, because she's in the movie. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. I forgot about her. Because, yeah, she's presumably just in some rescue ship thing. Floating around space, trying to figure out what happened to the rest of her as guardians. <laughs> yeah, so if they broadcast a, a distress signal, Valkyrie could be in the vicinity and pick it up. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go with that. That's a good prediction. I like that theory. Yeah. It, it's I'm canon than... on Marvel Therapy Group now. Regardless of what happens in the movie, <laughs> this is what happens on Marvel Therapy Group. Yeah, Marvel Therapy Group should have its own Marvel Universe. You know, <laughs> all the things that we say. I mean, there's so many parts of the multiverse that 
you know, we could easily be in there. Yeah, because in the trailer yeah. we see them like branching off into teams almost. Yeah. Do we? I thought they were all kind of together. Because they had that one scene where they all wear the Avengers costumes. They all do like the giant fist bump. Yeah. I thought it looked like teams, just in the way that they showed it. Whereas like um, Black Widow and Hawkeye in one frame. And then whoever else it was in another frame. And You know, they, they showed different characters in different frames. Like Thor and Captain Marvel were in one frame. So I figured we could play them on the show and then discuss them. I actually haven't watched any of them yet, so this is going to be like a live reaction to what people are saying. Awesome, let's go for it. Yeah, alright, who do you want to listen to first? Um, you pick. Alright, well, why don't we start, <laughs> we'll start with, uh, Justin. You know, he, he was, uh, one of the, he was, he's my roommate, he's, um, he was on the shows that I hosted by myself a while back. And he was kind enough to submit a video the other night. So yeah, let's play this thing. Hey everyone, this is Justin. I uh, guest hosted uh, for the show uh, at one point, and I've been uh, lovingly asked by my dear friend Jack to uh, lend my thoughts and theories as to what's going to go down in the big Avengers movie coming up. So uh, I racked my brain for a little while on what exactly I'd come up with, and um, deciding to steer away from the inflammatory for a change after that whole all the Marvel Netflix shows are bad, uh, escapade from last time, I decided to, uh, I decided to be a little more constructive and, uh, work with what we've learned already from the trailers. So, uh, it's basically the worst kept secret with this one coming up that, uh, that the suits, you know, the, the cool white and red suits that they had on at the end of the second trailer, uh, serve some kind of purpose and, you know, from Ant-Man and the Wasp and a lot of that quantum realm stuff, time travel has sort of been surmised as that kind of purpose. So we got to thinking about that and, uh, years worth of, uh, Doctor Who viewership, uh, helped me come to the conclusion, and this is my big theory, so get ready for this, that the final battle between the Avengers and Thanos is Thanos will obviously have his army, but the Avengers will have an army of their own. It will be different versions of themselves collected from every single moment of preceding history in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So we're going to have an army of Captain Americas, an army of Iron Mans, all collected throughout time. That's why the previous movie was called Infinity War, because it's literally infinite versions of the Avengers that are going to be fighting Thanos. Um, and, it, and, you know, this one's called Endgame because it's obviously the end of that game. But you might be asking, you might be asking, how can they sustain that kind of paradox? I've seen Back to the Future Part 2, and, you know, you can't have two versions of uh, Michael J. Fox meeting up with each other, otherwise, uh, you know, the universal break or whatever that that's what the suits are for. Maybe they store, like, quantum realm energy uh, to contain the paradox and allow the infinite different versions of Captain America to, to fight Thanos. And then the versions of Captain America will all be dispensed throughout time uh, after beating Thanos, and, you know, it's all good. So, uh, long story short, with this little theory, the Avengers are going to scatter throughout time for whatever reason, but as they are time-traveling, they're going to collect versions of themselves from every single moment of preceding history in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and literally create an army of infinite Avengers using their cool Quantum Realm energy suits to fight Thanos and uh, his alien army. Boom. It's just stupid enough that it won't happen, but it could happen. And this has been my theory.
Wow. Not a bad wow, but that's interesting. I, I did tell him, like, you can go as wild as you want with your theory, and I guess he took that to heart. Yeah. I never would have thought about that. <laughs> I don't hate it. No, in a way it makes sense. Like, I know that Captain Marvel actually did that in a in an aspect of the multiverse where, like, she created her own Carol Core by putting... By collecting versions of ourselves one millisecond at a time, and then like they all just joined together in the present, and basically were a police force, so it could happen. It could. I'm not against the idea of having infinite Paul Rudd on the move on the big movie screen. The only issue I have with that is um, Justin said that after they've defeated Thanos, you dispatch all the versions back to their correct timeline, but. If one dies, that kind of messes up your timeline. Unless you use somehow, like, the time stone to reverse their death and be like, okay, bye. Go back. Then they use the mind stone to erase everyone's memories, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't... I kind of like the idea of once this is all over, the Avengers are kind of dispatched throughout time, and Captain... Maybe that's how you end Captain America. He gets to go back to... 1940s America and be with Peggy again. I've heard that. I don't like that idea simply because of how um, uh, Agent Carter ended where she ends up with a new guy. And and that yeah, guy but I... and that guy was engaged but broke it off because he fell in love with Peggy. So it's like, well, then it's just, everyone loses there. Yeah. Joe, if the movies are going to ignore the TV shows, you can too. <laughs> Everyone already ignores the Inhumans. <laughs> like, where are they in Infinity War? They're out, they're they're on Earth somewhere. I hope everyone got snapped. Probably, if they ever want to retcon the Inhumans, they'll probably just say that every single Inhuman got snapped somehow. Statistically, that happened, and then they just end up back in the moon or something. <laughs> But that's that was Justin's wild Avengers theory. Yeah, I like it. I agree. I don't think it will happen. But again, like I said, there's even if we guess one act, there are two more acts that we have no idea on. You know, so I won't rule it out until it doesn't happen. <laughs> you want to go for another one? Yeah. Um. Hey, what's up, Marvel Therapy Group? All right, here we go. So a couple of things here. One, definitely possible multi-universe thing or time travel. I'm considering the fact that Black Widow has red hair, uh, Jeremy Rayner has a different haircut, things like that I feel as though could play into the fact that either A, Ant-Man comes into a different time when he returns, or B, it's actually taking place in a completely different parallel universe because Doctor Strange hinted at the old multi-universe reality thing. So I think that could definitely come into play. Also, the fact that we see in that uh, scene where there were a bunch of them in white are walking together, we see that Robert Downey Jr. and Nebula are both with them. So it could be possibly a different timeline or a different universe altogether. Also, I just want to say I got some friends up here with me. Um, we could possibly have an X-Men or Deadpool um, character just entrance into... Endgame to expand the Marvel Universe, 
Or the big one that I think is that we're going to get a little tease of Fantastic Four possibly in some way because that whole journey starts in space. So just something to think about. There are my thoughts. This is Josh again. So uh, good luck, Endgame. Awesome. Yeah, definitely time travel will happen, I think. I'm sensing a pattern here. A lot. Well, I mean, it's pretty much guaranteed there's going to be time travel. I think so. Photos that were leaked um, before Infinity War. Yeah. Yes. In the Battle of New York, right? Yeah. Except Ant Man is there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Josh had mentioned um, Scarlett Johansson's red hair. I'd, I'd noticed that in the trailers too, and like that was weird because in the same trailer, I think we see her with blonde hair and red hair, and there's the scene um, after Captain Marvel where they're examining that pager and she has blonde hair so that was interesting not that she can't easily dye her hair but it's also a lot longer i don't know wild wild theory yeah in the event headquarters there's a room that's just devoted to wigs for um black widow <laughs> yes especially in the marvel therapy group canon <laughs> <laughs> yeah the multiverse yeah I think if they wanted to try to introduce, or at least start to introduce the concept of the multiverse, this should be the movie to do it. But at the same time, maybe not, because it might be too, again, convenient for them if they just happen to find something that hadn't been mentioned at all, that the 10 years to solve this giant 10 year problem. In regards to the X-Men or Deadpool or Fantastic Four introduction, I think the Fantastic Four would be more likely. I think it would be a lot easier to incorporate the Fantastic Four into the MCU quicker, quickly oh, yeah. than the X-Men. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it would be interesting. I mean, they made this movie before they knew for sure if they were going to have Fantastic Four, so... Uh-huh. I mean, they could have added something, but again, we don't know. It's like last summer. No, two summers ago. Before Infinity War. There, there was a D23, and they had... Um, Five statues that were covered up. They unveiled one in the morning, and it was Thanos. And then there were four left. And it was the Black Order, but all day I was like, it's a Fantastic Four, somehow. <laughs> Clearly it wasn't, but... Like, I feel like everyone's thinking about the, the Fantastic Four. Everyone's waiting for them to come in. Oh, yeah. Alright, you want to just keep going through these things? Yeah. Alright. Next one is from my friend Pat, who uh, was also on the shows I hosted from Vermont. When you hijacked the show? Yeah, when I hi I still don't regret using that <laughs> pun. My crowning achievement as host of that show. <laughs> Alright, this is Pat. Hi, my name is Pat, and my interesting endgame theory that I heard was that the final battle will take place on the decimated planet of Xandar and the Avengers will time travel and find Thanos there and that's the reason that he knows Tony Stark in Infinity War because they time travel back and face him when he still just has the power stone on Xandar or possibly even before he gets the power stone on Xandar at this point, I kind of hope there's no time travel in this movie at all, just to <laughs> throw everybody off. That would be great. Um, that's interesting, but the only issue I have with that prediction is that if they 
if the he said the final battle takes place on Xandar before Thanos has collected all the stones. So wouldn't if it's the final battle, wouldn't it mean they defeated Thanos? So Infinity War wouldn't really have happened. Well, keep in mind Thanos can time travel too. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you could have a lot of sort of plot holes in the movie, but explain them using the cosmic powers of the Infinity Gauntlet. Right? As I mean, as long as they explain it, but you could be like, oh, that's how it happened. Like, you know? Anything could happen. I feel happen. like that, that describes every Marvel movie ever. Yeah. That's going to be Kevin Feige's go-to for a while, is be like, what, why did this happen? Oh, Infinity Stones. I mean, literally, that's how it happens... That's how it happens in the comics, too. I don't follow it all the time, but I'm like, alright, yeah, this person can now, like, do all this. <laughs> really bad example right there. <laughs> this person can do stuff. <laughs> it's like the time where, in the comics, after the Axis event, Havoc was evil, and then Polaris somehow just magnetically reversed his personality. I was like, alright, I don't really see what happened here, but we're gonna go with it. Oh, right, still wait. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I want to say something. My own prediction. What if Endgame, all the characters in Endgame, are actually the ones that died? So Endgame takes place in the Soul World, the Soulstone World, and they have to get out. Yeah, that's kind of the reverse of my theory, which is that all future MCU movies are going to take place in the Soulstone. Yeah, Haley said that too. <laughs> or wait again okay if they were the ones in the soul stone they get out in like the first act then spend the next two acts trying to find thanos they're not getting out in the first act like no they're not coming back until the very end i would be shocked if all the characters that got snapped during this movie for more than uh 20 minutes yeah it would be a really big cast I'm going to go back to Justin's for a second, because what if, instead of an army of time-displaced Avengers, they have an army of all the people that were snapped? They just go back in time different periods, and they're like, hey, Black Panther, come with us for a second. And then they go fight Thanos. And then they just use the Mind Stone to erase his memory and send him back. Yeah. Yeah, but it'll be Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, like, get everyone in the same room together. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure there's going to be a scene with everybody in the same room together. No, I mean all the characters. I think that's guaranteed. Even the ones that were snapped? Yeah. Okay. I'm down. I like it. Yeah. All right, so we got one more video today. This, came, this comes in from uh, Mason, who was just on the show a couple of weeks ago. Awesome. Had to bully him for this. Literally had to text him like five minutes before we were on the air like, Hey, where's your video? <laughs> so thank you, Mason. Let's take a look. Hello, my name is Mason Bider, and I got an endgame theory for ya. So, the trailers haven't been too descriptive, but it uh, looks like there's been um, some theories on uh, some time travel. Uh, it was mentioned in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and also some... Um, Endgame like toys and Lego sets have shown um, them going to the past, either to New York 
or um, just to go to previous movies. So I do feel there's going to be some time travel involved. So I feel like that the Avengers are going to go fight Thanos maybe like at the end of the first act of the movie. And maybe they just fail. They just they um, they just get in their butts handed to them. So I feel like they go they'll use time travel to try to fix it fix their deaths or maybe try to collect the infinity stones uh before um thanos uh can get them so yeah that's my theory yeah yeah it's a very popular theory um now i'm really into the idea of no time travel at all in this movie yeah that's i'm with you there that'd be that'd be funny but i don't i like the i actually don't dislike the idea of them fighting Thanos earlier than we expect and then getting their butts handed to him again. Yeah. Oh, that'd be good if that happened. I would like that, actually. Oh, what if we get a World Breaker Hulk, but on Titan? And and Hulk just smashes Titan to pieces. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I really hope they just don't pull any any plugs on this movie like they just go all in oh i feel like they're gonna joe i feel like they are 100 percent going to yeah not worried about that for nebula another thing you think nebula is gonna get the infinity gauntlet and be the one to kill thanos i think i've said that before i put her relatively high on my list of characters who's probably who are probably going to die I think she stands a pretty good chance of dying in this movie. I could see that too. Yeah. I mean, she she's had a good run. Good good uh, character arc. So I could see it if her last act is to try to make things right and kill Thanos. I don't want her to die. Like, I'm as big a fan as Car- of Karen Gillan as anybody. She's a Doctor Who baby. <laughs> But, I don't know, I feel like there's a pretty good chance this could be her last hurrah. No, I mean, I could see it, but I don't think it'll happen. I think, no, no, I think she'll get the Infinity Gauntlet and kill Thanos. That's what my are, What's your theory on uh, Gamora? Do you think Gamora's coming back? Gamora is, yes, Gamora will definitely come back. I think her soul just got stuck in the Soul Stone. Like Somewhere a battery. Somewhere in the world, Connor Mazur just shivered. <laughs> It's like a battery that needed was needed to power up, like yeah, to to power up the Soul Stone. So Gamora is stuck in there, along with now trillions of people from around the, the universe that got snapped. Yeah, I mean, also in a way, if oh yeah, okay. So how long do you think Endgame takes place after Infinity War? Six months to a year. Okay. So at that point, I think planets and worlds would be starting to adjust. So if you threw away another half of the population and doubled it, do you think it would just be thrown into catastrophe again? (laughs) (laughs) They're like, like, ah, here we go again. Exactly. Yeah. They'd be like, what do we do with all these people now? It's like we've already adjusted all the inflation in our economy to suit half the population. We don't have jobs for you all. I don't know. Like, our food production is way down now because we don't have to feed as many people. We don't have food for you. (laughs) 
Yeah. Tony Stark is just like, oh, this was a disaster. Yeah, just there, I, there's no winning. Either half the population dies, or you bring back half the population, only for them to die slowly of starvation and no shelter. <laughs> oh, Thanos should have just left things alone. Yeah. Right. You anything else you want to add, Joe? I don't think so. I mean, Mason said too that we really don't know anything about this movie. Yeah. We really don't. I mean, I've re- have you read the Infinity Gauntlet series? No, I don't really. I've tried a couple times. It's, it's that weird sort of like mid '80s Marvel writing that just I can't get into. Yeah. So like, but they've gone so off track. I just have no idea, except for what I've already guessed in the past half an hour. Yeah. Well, we'll see. And in the meantime, this brings us to the last Marvel Therapy Group episode ever in a pre-Endgame universe. Yeah, that's crazy. And before we sign off, listen to this announcement from the Chuck and Brad podcast. They're actually doing a sort of tour, like a comedy improv tour, before Endgame, about the Avengers. So, listen to this. Hey guys, we're Chuck and Brad. We're two comedians who do the Chuck and Brad podcast, a pop culture podcast based out of Rhode Island. We just wanted to let you know that we're going on a short comedy tour called Chuck and Brad Reimagine the Avengers. It's our own comedic retelling of the original Avengers movie, and we're touring the shows the same weekend that Avengers Endgame comes out. So come get a refresher and a new spin on the original Avengers movie before you go see Endgame. Thursday, April 25th, we'll be in Hartford, Connecticut at the CT Comedy Theater with B.J. Quagan, Andrew Morgan, and Stosh Makita. Saturday, April 27th, we'll be in New York City at the Pit Loft with Impractical Jokers tour opener Jiggy, Impractical Jokers writer Casey Jost, and UCB veteran Lisa Kleinman. Sunday, April 28th, we'll be at Laugh Boston with John Tilson, Logan O'Brien, Tyler Swain, and Dan Hall. All event info and tickets at chuckandbradpodcast.com. Every night we'll have the comics open up the show and we'll close with our live retelling of The Avengers. And for a tiny bit of background, we've done the podcast for 10 years. We've had on great guests like Jeff Tremaine, the director of the Jackass movies, the bands Bowling for Soup, Less Than Jake, Real Big Fish, Big D and the Kids Table, and many, many more. And if you're a big podcast listener, you might know me from uh, Tell Em Steve Dave. I work on film projects for the podcast Tell Em Steve Dave, which is made up of uh, Walton Bryant from AMC's Comic Book Men and Quinn from True TV's Impractical Jokers. I consistently do the film work for the Tell Em Steve Dave Patreon. So come on out, support this very weird live comedy show, and hopefully more and more podcasts will start doing their own live alternative shows. Once again, that's Chuck and Brad Reimagine the Avengers, New York City, Hartford, and Boston. See you at the end of the month. ChuckandBradPodcast.com Definitely sounds like some cool people to check out. Do you agree, Joe? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go try to see them in Hartford on Thursday. Yep, that's nice. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, from all of us here, this has been Marvel Therapy Group. Um, it'll be interesting to see what our next episode is, considering we're still very up in the air of when we're actually seeing Endgame. That, yeah, that's true. That's what he said. We'll be breaking all the norms to not do an end game, if we did not do an Endgame episode in the next next Monday. I know. So, go see it. Even if you do, if you have to get up at like six a.m. to go see it, 
do it. Uh, what's what, what's like a topic we would discuss that that wasn't Endgame but still Marvel related? Um, is Cloak and Dagger still up? Yes, Cloak and Dagger. We can do an episode <laughs> on how to avoid Endgame spoilers. <laughs> Alright. Alright, so this has been Marvel Therapy Group. I'm Jack. And I'm Joe. And because this is our 31st episode, which we decided last week was actually a special episode, because it means you could listen to Marvel Therapy Group every day for a month. And any we month. Have our, any month. We have our first post credit scene, so stick around. Yeah. Alright. Yes, stay tuned after the after the end credits. Goodbye. Thank you for tuning in. Oh, oh, excuse me. (laughs) Sorry. Well, we're back. We're not ending yet. This time, I... This is a different recording session, but I'm with Connor. He couldn't make the last one, so... Now it's Connor and I. I'm Joe, and... I'm Connor, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) So, we're going to continue talking about endgame predictions for a little bit. Connor. Yeah. What are your endgame predictions? Uh. Crap. Um. We're going anything. Like the oh, first prediction, anything? The first prediction I talked about was the box office. It said it's going to make $1.6 billion in its opening weekend. 1.6? I'll raise you. Okay. International. Oh, international? Yeah. Oh, international? I'm going to go two. All right. I'm feeling bold. Nice. That would be amazing. Like, I don't I mean, there's so much hype. Yeah. And even, like, the chances of this movie bombing are, like, slim anyways. But even if this was to bomb, like, they'd make so much money off of it just by, like, <laughs> the first opening weekend alone. They're probably already making money off of it from toy sales. Right? Yeah. People watching it on YouTube if they monetize their account. So did you see the thing, oh, you, I don't know if you did, but there was a thing on Twitter where, or I read an article on Yahoo where they were talking about how, like, some of the movie was released. Oh, yeah. It was, like, yeah. four minutes of the film that was leaked. I think it was the end that was, was released. Was it? Yeah. And I heard leaked. that they were trying to scramble to figure out what they were going to do. Yeah, I have luckily not seen that, but there was... Do you know where that was released? No, I don't. Oh. And I, I don't want to know. <laughs> like, I, if I found out, I'd probably end up finding it somehow. Oh, you're telling me you still wouldn't go and see the movie anyways? No, I would. <laughs> yeah. But I don't want to know how it ends yet. I don't know. But did, uh, you, did you see the letter from the Russo brothers? It yeah. Was like, Thanos still demands your silence. Don't spoil the end. Was that in terms of that, or did that break? A- did that article break after that? I, I think that broke after that. I don't know. Because I know, because I follow all, most of the cast on uh, Instagram, and they were all like reposting it. Mm. Yep. And then I'm, I think that came before the, that leak happened. And then on Twitter, I saw a bunch of how-to videos on how to, like, mute certain hashtags so that you wouldn't see that spoiler. Oh, really? Which I didn't do, because I, I still want to know about it. Not it, the spoiler. I mean, it doesn't spoilers. matter anyways. Like, no matter what you... Like, Twitter's the biggest spoiler, but, like, all the social media is going to spoil it. Yeah. But I have to work the premiere, so I probably will hear stuff I don't want to hear. Yeah. So... Um, my, well, my, I guess this will be my second prediction. My second prediction, I would have to say, is, I haven't decided, but I think it's either Captain America or Iron Man that's gonna die. Or both. Oh, or both. I feel, oh, I feel like both would be kind of harsh, even for Marvel standards. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna lean more towards Captain America, 
just because of the articles that have come out about him and how he's kind of like already talked about hanging up his shield and kind of stuff like that or how he talked about because it was like at least four or five months ago when he was done right and so he's been the only one that i've noticed that's actually said stuff about it and i don't know if he's just trying to like amp people up for the imagine if he died in the first half hour (laughs) they probably people would probably walk out yeah but it wouldn't matter to marvel that'd be such a key thing to do for marvel like kill someone within the first five minutes and then you i mean you'd still make the money mm-hmm. no one's gonna demand i mean people may demand a refund for it but like i don't know emotional distress yeah <laughs> um no it's like in the first half hour they immediately find thanos and have a rematch but then just like one punch kills yeah. captain America. or ant-man flies up oh that's that's funny <laughs> I hope that they I, they they said that they weren't going to do it that way because I think they came out with an article or something like that a couple weeks ago, but like that would be funny, like honestly just to end it on that note that'd be such a Marvel way to end it though, like on a comedic note. I feel like this was a this theory was out there for so long that yeah. they might reference it. Yeah. Well, and I I hope that it actually also too is like I hope like like I said I don't think the movie's going to be horrible. But then I also, like, I'm just anticipating what's going to happen. Because I, like, there's so much hype about it. But, like, it can easily go either way. Like, it could be the best thing that they've ever done. Or you could just be like, all right. I mean, that kind of just went with everything I kind of predicted. Yeah. And I hope they don't, I hope it doesn't fall into those predictions. I hope something else kind of happens along the way. But. But it's a, it's a three-hour movie. So you could pretty much break it up into three acts, and there's there's so much that you could pack into those three acts that, and we don't know anything about the movie really. Yeah. So it's like, even if you can guess certain parts, there's probably going to be a lot more that you wouldn't see coming. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You can, like I said, you can manipulate this into certain ways. It's it wouldn't be hard to do, but but uh, my other theories is I hope they kill Scarlet Witch because come on, she's already dead. Scarlet Witch? Yeah. She got snapped. Did she? Yeah. Oh my god. It was the saddest death in the movie. Um. No! Yeah. Did she? Yeah. Oh man, I gotta watch that movie again. That's bad. I've actually, I actually haven't watched that movie probably since it came out on Netflix. I think it's actually on Netflix. Yeah, I think so. Um. Oh. Well, I hope she doesn't come back. <laughs> or I Gamora? I, no, I don't hate Gamora. Like, she can come back and I'd be... I don't care either way. Like, but like I said, I've never seen those movies. So, like, I have no connection. And that doesn't make me... Maybe in the Marvel (laughs) Universe, that makes me a bad guy. But, like, I don't know. I mean, anything is possible. You know what I mean? I mean, the fact that they introduced Captain Marvel so late into the the franchise that she's in this movie is kind of also another thing that just kind of infuriates me about it. Because it's like, why would you sit on that character... All this time. I and think then, that angered a lot of people. But it's not even like she was a good character. Like, even if she's in... Like, even if she wasn't in this, like, no one would... I mean, people would care, but, like, I think a majority of people would just be like, alright, whatever. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's weird that there all of a sudden she was like... This, Captain Marvel came out, and then this is the next movie. There's not like there's a gap movie in between. It was kind of like, they're like, well... We don't have anything else to really shoot in between this movie, so these movies. So why don't we just throw in this Captain Marvel? It does seem like they're introducing this really powerful character to kind of be the the end all in Endgame. Yeah, 
where it's like, oh, we're in a, in a tough position. Yeah. Here's this really powerful character that can get us out of it. Yeah. Hopefully they don't do that, but, like, in a way it seems like that's what they did. Or well, I was thinking either that or they were going to kind of have her be, like, the new Captain America. Yeah. Kind of, like, not, like, reboot the franchise, but send the franchise into another direction. Yeah, start it with a new team of Avengers. Yeah, and I just... I hope that's not, like, going to be their thing, where, like, every ten years they, like, reboot it to do different kind of things. And I know there's so many characters in the Marvel Universe that, it, like, it wouldn't be impossible for them to keep doing it, but it's just, like, you can eventually they're going to have to shift the storyline a little bit. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. But you're right, there's still so many characters that there's, like, infinite stories that you can draw on. Yeah, and I just hope that if they do re- continue it in a different fashion, obviously... Um, that it's at least different and not kind of following along the same storylines, which a lot of franchises seem to do. Mm. Right, so it's not like the same stories, but with a different team. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole different kind of room. Hmm. I don't even know any of other ones. Those have been my... That that was actually my only one that I've actually thought about. The weird thing is, is like, I'm hyped for this movie, but I'm not like overly hyped. I I get that. Because I feel like we've been talking about it for so long that it's to this point you're kind of just like, oh... It's kind of like how this weekend's Easter, and you're kind of just like, oh, oh yeah, it's Easter. And I mean, I like, I think I was more hyped for um, Infinity War, Infinity War than this one. I'm, de- I was definitely more hyped for Infinity War, and I feel like they hyped it up in such a good way. And I feel like this one has been hyped for so long, ever since Infinity War came out. It's just kind of like. It's kind of like a fact of life now. Like, oh yeah, it's coming out, and I'm gonna see it. Yeah, and I feel like it's just been. We've known about it for so long, and we're all kind of just used to like I wouldn't I don't want to say like how do I say it like like kind of numb to it already. Like we're just like oh here it is yay. Like I I think it's gonna be good. Like don't like don't hate me for like I don't think I'm gonna be Debbie Downer about this, but like I think it's gonna be good. But I just I it's so hard to figure out what it's gonna go. Yeah, I think it's gonna be good. Because even the trailers like. I, I still have I can't get <laughs> we have any. no idea what it's yeah, about. Yeah, and no usually idea. by, like, this time, like, the last trailer that they usually release, they give you some sort of context. Mm. The only thing that I learned new was the fact that, I guess, Thanos, when you do that, you lose all the Infinity Stones again. When he, when when you, he snap When you snap. And I heard that that's... Maybe that was a lie. I, I don't know. I heard that somewhere where it's... Um, he snaps, and then... The Infinity Stones, he has to collect them again. And that's what I heard that the majority of this movie is about. Them trying to get the Infinity Stones before he does. I was talking about that earlier, but saying they had to go back in time to get the stones before Thanos did. To prevent him from even doing the snap. Really? That was my prediction. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you, I thought you said that that was going to be like a confirmed prediction. Like, no. That's like what it might Marvel be, wants It might be a prediction do. out there somewhere, but no, that was my prediction. Yeah. Do you yeah. think time travel is going to be involved? Some, yeah, somehow. I hope it's not a majority of the movie. Mm-hmm. I hope, like, I mean, you could, time travel would be interesting. I mean, because you have, what, Doctor Strange who can manipulate time. and Yeah. If, is there anyone else that they, can manipulate? As long as I get the Soul Stone back. I mean, not the Soul Stone, the Time Stone. Yeah. Can we talk about also how Captain America shaved his beard? Yeah. Even though, like, for the majority of the movies <laughs> he was in, he didn't have a beard? Yep. And then he shaves his beard, and it's kind of like, who, who the heck is this guy? Well, he was, yeah, he was, um, what's, what's, what, what's the words I'm looking for? 
He was on the run. He was a fugitive. Yeah. In Infinity War. So I guess he needed a bit more of a disguise well, than the classic sunglasses. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, the actual other thing I was think I w- thought, too, that I thought that Tony Stark was going to die in space, but then I saw the recent trailer, and he's hugging Pepper. Yeah. So I was like, oh, well, there goes that theory. Okay, but you can't trust anything in these trailers. Yeah, that's true. I, you know what you should do is you should watch that scene in Infinity War when he's jogging with Pepper and they have to talk about them having kids. Yeah. You should match it up with that shot and see if they're wearing the same clothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that way you could tell if it's... Ah, if they just changed the background. Yeah. That's or, really funny. Or they just they just took that from Infinity War or something like that. Or they're going to do like flashbacks kind of thing. Yeah. If they don't do necessarily like time travel back they definitely do a lot of flashbacks yeah i'm guessing because i don't know you probably know this but what's the gap between is this supposed to take place right after infinity and infinity war or is there supposed to be some sort of gap in between i don't know i think there's supposed to be a gap i thought i think well i think it makes sense if they kept it like the same timeline like a year after it's been a year after infinity war so endgame takes place a year after Mm -hmm. but yeah we don't know yeah um, that's, that's all I have. Well, I think we've talked about this in, a, in an earlier episode, but, like, it's such a weird thing to point out that Cap shaved his beard. It's like, oh, half my friends died. I'm going to go shave. I think that was a complaint people made, do. too. Like, when your friends die, what's your first thing you do? Oh, I'll go shave my beard. Right. Um, yeah, and then, doesn't uh, Black Widow change your hairstyle again? Yeah, we see it different ways in the trailers. So we see her with blonde, blonde hair. Short blonde goes, hair, right? Short blonde hair, and then it goes to long red hair. Yeah. So maybe they'll do some sort of flashback. I don't know. I'm going to ask you this. Do you think that they'll continue with Black Panther? Yeah. Kind of, since he, I mean, he was also introduced kind of late into the franchise, too. Yeah, that, that will be a part of the new Avengers. The movie made over a billion dollars. There's no reason that, like, there's no way they would not continue that franchise. I mean, like I said, the Marvel's got, as you know better than anyone else, the Marvel's got a lot of characters that they can use, so it's like, I mean, yeah, they'll definitely make a second one. I think there'll be heavy demand for it. There is heavy demand for it, but I'm just interested to see where they'll go with it. But they could bring in new characters into the Black Panther franchise. Yeah. Like, there are not really rumors, but, like, possibilities that now that Disney or Marvel has all their characters... Mm. They could bring in Doctor Doom or Namor as the next villain for the Black Panther movies. Doctor Doom? As in, like, Fantastic Four Doctor Doom? Right. Really? Yeah. Ugh, doc, that, that, that second reboot of that franchise was, whoa. Oh, I never saw that movie. I mean, I think it makes sense because Black Panther, he is the king of a country. Mm. If they start Doctor Doom as the ruler of Latveria, then it could just be like, Latveria's a rising power and Wakanda's like, are we going to war? <laughs> what what's going yeah. on here? Well, the Russo oh. did the Russo brothers direct Infinity War? Yeah. How many movies have they directed? Was that the only other one? Three, I think. They did Civil They did Winter Soldier, maybe? Civil War and Infinity War? Oh. I think. Fun fact about Infinity War, which I never knew. Not Infinity War, um No, Winter Soldier. Did you know majority of that was shot out in Canada? No. When they just put the, like, they used the green screen and put in, like, the L.A. background. Like, that whole highway scene when they meet him, 
the Winter Soldier for the first time, and he like rips the the steering wheel out of the car. Uh huh. That whole highway scene that was all shot in Canada. Oh. And they just edited in the L.A. background, <laughs> which oh, I weird. didn't know. Yeah. Because I well I knew that it's cheaper to film in Canada than it is to film here, but I didn't know. I mean, figuring with the budget that Marvel has, you could film in America, but I guess that's not the case. You could probably film on the moon if they so desired. <laughs> oh, I don't... They didn't even have to edit the background. Like, I don't know what... I wouldn't be able to pinpoint buildings in L.A. and be like, oh, Yeah, but LA. there's people who are nitpicky about that stuff. Because, I mean, if you were like... You're like... If you're from L.A. and you watch the movie, you'd be like, that, that, that... None of those buildings <laughs> are in L.A. I mean... They that they were smart about it. Like it could look convincing that it was LA. The only reason why I saw it was either I read a watch a YouTube video about it, and it was like weird quirks about Marvel movies that you never knew. Hmm. And that's like I don't remember the rest of them, but that was like the first one that I actually stuck. Out. I was like, huh. I mean, it makes sense, but at the same time, you're kind of like, I thought it was LA. <laughs> I mean, I've never really been. I mean, I've never been to LA. I mean, the only time I've ever been to LA was when we had a changeover in our flight, but that was only in the airport. Mm-hmm. So. Here's a question. Do you think that there will be any new characters introduced in Endgame? No. Okay. If they if they if they do, they're going to be minor characters. They're not going to be like a brand new like someone who's going to be in the new continuation of the franchise. If like, you know what I mean. Like Eatery, Peter Dinklage's character in Infinity yeah. War. Yeah. Some more where it's like significant that we'll remember but nothing that'll carry into the next installment or whatever they're going to redo mm-hmm. with the new ones. Um, I, heard I mean, they easily could do it. I mean, it, honestly, if Marvel wanted to, they could just keep the same characters if they wanted to. With, like, Iron Man and keep going and they'd still make so much money off of them. Yeah, I know Chris Hemsworth wants to keep playing Thor as long as Marvel wants wants him. I mean, if Chris Hemsworth says he wants to play Thor, you let Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> Chris Hemsworth play Thor. That man could break you. I mean, even though, like, not, like, as just Thor, but, like, he can break you as a... He's a big... He's a big boy. (laughs) I heard, uh... I think there will be new characters. I don't know who, but I heard Ken Jeong is... Oh, yeah. Were you the one that told me that? Someone told me that Ken Jeong was supposed to be... Maybe it was either you. Oh, I think I didn't tell you that. (laughs) Someone... Yeah, someone told me that. Um... He may just even be in the movie as Ken Jeong. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Um, that's a possibility. I know this is a Marvel thing, but can we talk about Shazam? Sure. I'll let you speak because you're the Marvel buff, so. Like, what do you think about it? What'd I you... liked it. We actually talked about it at the beginning of the oh, episode. Oh, really? Jack and I, yeah. Oh, uh, I should have been there. <laughs> yeah, I said it was good, but I was saying that I don't know too much about the character, so I wasn't critical. Yeah, so yeah, So it yeah. helped a lot. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was funny. I mean, I that was probably DC's best movie besides Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Did you see Wonder Woman? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, I thought it was good, like, a a good step up for them, like, a good next step for them. I just hope they can continue it. As long as they don't have Zack Snyder direct another movie, they should be alright. Um, but I thought it was actually, like, like I said with you, like, I didn't know the character at all, and I've never actually, yeah, I I didn't know anything about it, so I was like, alright, I mean, what's the harm in going to see it? And actually, it was, it was funny. Mm-hmm. It was um, interesting how they introduced the character because originally 
the whole scene with the kid in the car and his father and stuff, I thought he was going to be the one that gets the sh- Shazam power. Yeah. And then they switched it around and made him the villain, which I actually liked that. I, I liked Cause that. Because it confused you. Because I was like, oh, he's easily going to be this kid in... Um, uh, the Shazam kid, I forgot what his name was. Right, because then you see, like, this foster kid, and you're like, oh, yeah. okay, he has no family, his dad just died in a car accident. Yeah. Although, I would say the only beef I had with that movie was a very, it was a very cliche kind of storyline. I It was, I was kind of going to talk about that, but I lost track of the villain's motivation. Yeah. It got kind of confusing. I think it was more revenge for the way his dad was putting him down. Right. And it was more of revenge because the the Shazam dude, the wizard, the wizard, was the one who said he wasn't worthy, and I just think he was an overly sensitive kid. And I mean, I guess if you're at that age, your dad says you suck, and a wizard says you suck, you're kind of <laughs> just like you're not gonna bounce back from that very well. Yeah. And I think that was their motivation, although it wasn't clear unless you like kept that in your mind. Well, it started off really good because he was talking about wanting power and wanting to rule over yeah. humans, and I was like. Okay, like, he's been hurt in his life, and he thinks that he needs to improve himself by ruling over everyone else. Yeah. But then it just turned into him wanting the Shazam power. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing, too, it kind of reminded me of, like, a very, like, family-friendly Deadpool kind of movie. Just the kind of quirky lines that they came up with. Right. Um, Even though they're very, like, two very different characters, (laughs) obviously. But, um... For a little bit, too, I kind of forgot that it was a DC movie. I mean, you obviously you probably were like, "Oh, I'm in I'm in a DC movie, you know, I gotta have my my blinders up, kind of thing." No. But like, um, I personally forgot that it was a DC movie for a little bit because it felt it felt Marvelish to me. Okay, I was now, gonna ask, did it feel Marvelly or just like a superhero movie? Um, it felt there were some aspects of Marvelness to it, like the way um, I just think for the way it was filmed, I don't know who directed that movie. But just the way it was filmed, that kind of got that vibe. Not all the time. Like, there was clearly, obviously, when they mentioned Superman, you were like, oh, this is a DC movie. Um, but yeah, there was, it, it, for certain aspects of it, felt pretty marvel-y to me. <laughs> um, the villain kind of felt marvel to me. Hmm. Even though the whole, like, we couldn't figure out what his motivation was kind of thing. But, um, I don't know. That was just my theory. Because, I, I mean, I, I like Batman movies and that, and that kind of stuff, so that's why I'm, like, I'm kind of partial to that kind of thing. But for the most part, I, I enjoyed the movie. I thought the sins were pretty creepy, especially the fat one. Oh, glu- like, Gluttony? Mi- yeah, I think. Was it Gluttony? Something like that. Um, especially when it just like opened up at the end. Oh, yeah. To, like swallow people. Yeah. I was thinking, oh, that's probably the, like, the least dangerous one. You can outrun that one, but then it just split and opened yeah. like, its whole body. Yeah, it was, um, it was interesting though. I, I don't know if they remember them acknowledging it, but remember when, at the end when they fight, when he's fighting that one demigod that's, that, that god that's still inside the, um, excuse me, the villain? Remember they were on the rooftop and he kept talking trash to the guy and then the the thing popped out of him and he's like, oh, yeah, whatever the seventh deadly sins were or whatever it was, um... Did they ever show that one? Because remember it flew off? Yeah, I think it came back. Did it come back? I think so. But they never acknowledged it because he took the eye out, right? Oh, no, it did. You're right. You're right. And it came back out into the, the, the cube mass thingy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Cool. Well, anything else in Endgame? 
No, I mean, like I said, I gotta work the premiere, so hopefully I don't overhear things. Yeah. It just just stuff your ears. It's just gonna be hardworking. That's a three-hour movie. Uh huh. And um, we're definitely gonna have to be on our toes too, because especially if you bring your kids to that movie, anything over an hour and a half, you're gonna kids are gonna get antsy and squirm. Oh, and if people are crying, you're gonna immediately know when they start walking into the theater and yeah, wailing. So that's why it's premiering Thursday at the movie theater I work at, and then. I mean, you're going to go see it on Friday. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, you know, I don't listen here too much. Yeah, I worked that out between Jack's filming and this filming. <laughs> I was saying earlier that I didn't know when I was seeing it yet. Oh, yeah, no, it worked. Yeah, <laughs> sorry guys, it sucks to be popular. But, um, that's besides the point. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. We'll see what it is and go from there. Yeah. And... Tune in next week when Endgame is out, and we will have seen it. Yeah, at least Khan and I will have seen it by then. Also, okay, so first, enjoy Endgame. Try not to spoil it. And stay tuned for the post credit scene in Marvel Therapy Group. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Marvel Therapy Group, where together we can work through our comic thoughts and learn to live beside them. Views expressed are of the host only and do not reflect Marvel Studios or comics in any way. Hosts are in no way qualified to provide therapy. This is simply the name of the podcast. This has been another Marvel Therapy Group session. So this isn't my own theory. It's just one I saw online, but... um Pretty much, it's saying that because Stormbreaker is made from part of Groot, and since we saw in Guardians of the Galaxy 1 that a part of Groot can spawn a new Groot, like with the sapling that Rocket had at the end, it's pretty much saying that Stormbreaker is going to become Groot. And we're going to have two Groots at the end of the movie. One is, you know, has an axe sticking out of his leg or armor head or whatever. But, yeah, I have fun with that one.